0: Hi. First thing Friday and time for Fix, my weekly newsletter. Still with the Amazon polysynthetic voice. Fix Insider, Friday, April 2nd. New TV issue. Ad-supported streaming is moving to center stage. In the Samsung research we shared the other week, they show that AVOD growth is strong in all the key European markets covered. Hidden within an article about Amazon live streaming, which we featured in Merchant, I saw this quote showing Amazon reach has almost tripled. During a previous session, Amazon VP of Global Sales Alan Moss said the total number of viewers of ad-supported content across Amazon has hit 55 million, up from 20 million a year ago. The storytelling around the Vizio IPO majored on the potential for their ad business, selling TV sets as their Trojan horse strategy. We make money when we sell a TV and we make money every time a TV gets turned on. There is more on the Vizio strategy here but their weak spot is people will use the TV to connect to Roku or Amazon etc., because they have the content as well as the hardware. That's why Roku bought the KiBi content and this is a good breakdown of their content plans. Fix friend Dave Morgan shares some smart thinking in this piece arguing a VOD will be big, but will take its time getting there. Now that the restrictions from the Disney acquisition of Fox have expired Murdoch has plans to shake up the UK news scene. The Amazon deal for the NFL we mentioned in the last new deep dive is highly significant. It's the first time a digital firm has taken the main rights to a major event. Well now we have two, with and beating Sky to the Serie a rights. The significance is that the maths now clearly work for GAFA etc., so they will compete for all the major rights from now on. AdTech AdTech continues to be in a holding pattern, still no news on when the iOS 14 and IGFA changes will kick in. An interesting thread in our ad Tech perfect storm guild suggests that the Kaid's banner in the works will be soon sorted by the Chinese authorities. Explaining it, GDPR, Cookies, IDFA etc., to a startup today, you realize what a mess we are in. Huge changes are imminent but little clarity on these changes and what is permitted in the future. Hard to think of another industry that could self-inflict such pain. But much of the noise comes from people who only half understand the business. Which fix friend Eric Sufert covers as he deconstructs the myth of surveillance capitalism. And the ECO are back. This IAB call to action is important, are you ready if they come calling? Speaking at our member briefing, the ECO's Director of Regulatory Assurance, Anilka Clark, said that while the regulator realizes it will not be able to audit every company in the RTB space, it will be prioritizing based on risk. Information is emerging slowly, this technical paper on measuring the sensitivity of flow CS. PDF, is evidence of the deep thinking that is going on at Google and this is a good summary of current developments. Within all this uncertainty, smart businesses continue to innovate and develop new thinking and approaches which should move the industry forward. Our friends at Bliss are evolving their targeting tools, leveraging their strength in location data and insight, and blending in other data sources. R. As we program our upcoming event on R, there is a flow of news about the space. The Pokemon Go people at Niantic announced a partnership with some of the world's leading mobile operators to develop a 5G-enabled platform for R, with a cool demo of urban legends. And there are rumors emerging about the next generation of Snap Glasses. But one of the things that hampers R is the idea it's waiting for something to happen before it really takes off, usually 5G and new hardware. I think you can look at R with our usual construct, now and next. Next does look exciting but so too does now. That's the focus of our free event. Just finalizing the details but keep 3pm on April 20th free, we expect to have speakers from Imagine R and Snap talking about what they are doing with brands now, and what's next. Full details next week. Merchant This week's deep dive on merchants was the first exclusively for insiders. We covered COVID habits and what will stick. Grocery. Retail media, Criteo and Google Plus a hint at Asus plans. Social commerce. Examples from Facebook and BookTok. East, following the advice of PG and watching China for the future of marketing. A good look at Pinduoduo, Duo, who in five years have overtaken Alibaba as a shopping site. Live streaming, QVC and Amazon. Plus a great report from McKinsey on CPG and e-commerce, a good video from Google on the shifts in shopping and an Adobe report on the COVID and the digital economy. Catch up here. Someone else shares our interest in the plethora of grocery startups. This sifted article is a good summary of the current situation. And US supermarket giant Kroger is closing the gap between grocery and dark kitchens with a new approach to meal kits. Food shopping is being atomized and rethought and everyone competes with everyone else for meal occasions. NFTs Are NFTs overhyped? Certainly. But is there something interesting here? Probably. VC firm A16Z are very enthusiastic. They are investing in dapper labs. The people behind CryptoKitties and NBA Hotshot, and this podcast all about NFTs from them is a good explainer. Audio slash voice. Everyone is doing their version of Clubhouse. Spotify have bought Locker Room and LinkedIn plan their own take. Apple backs startup aiming to disrupt music labels. Does anyone like record labels? Everyone is keen to disintermediate them. And Benedict Evans shared some good data on the music business. Insiders can still get the synthetic voice podcast version of Fix made with amazon poly there is a lot happening in this space canadian firm resemble now have gpt3 working with their synthetic voices and there is so much potential like this voice interactive portrait that lets you chat with niall rogers agencies and digital creative last week we featured a quote from mark reed of wpp saying they spent too little time on creative campaign has an article asking does enough creative thought go into online ads and from the responses the answer is clearly no Another campaign article has the answer though, Lloyds have launched an in-house agency to do the stuff big agencies just don't do. The client is a fixed friend and former colleague and he talks of Beehive creating the kind of comms that agencies aren't interested in. Defined as mandatory and regulatory communications, retail messaging and conversion marketing, also known as performance marketing. Beehive will allow the business to be nimbler more responsive, and more effective across these areas but there is also an ambition to look deeply at the customer communications experience in these areas and how done brilliantly they can, in fact, drive brand preference. The headline for the article misses the point by talking of cheaper comms. This approach can reset the maths of their marketing, if creating the kind of comms that agencies aren't interested in results in ads that perform just 10% better, that unlocks a huge amount of value. I think this is a big step forward plus plus. We have covered MSCHF before and love their ability to rethink marketing and product. But maybe they went too far with their collab with Lil Nas X, Nike have sued them over the 666 Satan shoes they have made with adapted Nike trainers, that apparently have a drop of human blood in the soul. Which is a sort of remix of drop 7 when they put holy water into the soul. Investor field notes, distribution and conversion models for consumer startups, smart thinking from a top VC much more than just China's TikTok, great product teardown. Telegraph Media Group subscription numbers, good progress on their October 1, 2023 strategy. Bank of England chief joins call for clampdown on big tech over online scams. Google said last year it had removed 3.1bn bad ads from its platforms, of which 123 meters were ads related to financial services. Some agencies to get the modern world, Densa Total Commerce Playbook, PDF. I linked to the interview with XLVMH Digital lead Ian Rogers before, but this video version is worth your time. Redefining what a map can be with new information and AI, Google Maps Finally, why it is usually a mistake for investors to take profits, in 1999 Goldman Sachs were offered half of Alibaba for $5 million. That was deemed too risky so they invested $3 million, and 5 years later sold their stake for $22 million. Great deal except that stake would now be worth around $200 billion. Happy Easter!